Hello? You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. This is Zaki, your host in tech, host in tech for today, here in the studio with Elena. Hello. And we also have a special and we also have a special guest listening in. Uh, sure, I will call you right back in just a moment. But yeah. Yeah, I'll call you right back. Um, but just a moment. Yeah. So yeah, you'll be good. As it turns out our guest um, is having a bit of difficulty, so we're going to call her right back. Call them right back. Call her right back. Yeah, um, our guest Lee, um, a student at UCM, but uh, someone who is versed in anarchism, um, which is actually our topic for today. Mm. Uh, right, Elena? Yes, I'm excited. I think it's a very interesting topic to talk about. Oh, I definitely, definitely agree. I mean, I mean, it's something that I feel like people have a um, wrong ideas about um mostly because yeah people think of anarchy and they think of like chaos right but i know this from my own dabblings in the i in the ideology and the philosophy itself that anarchy actually just comes from the greek without a ruler you know anarchos um and so it's just a philosophy and movement that it's just skeptical of authority and just rejection of all involuntary or corrosive coercive forms of hierarchy yeah. You know, and again, it does not mean that there is no hierarchy whatsoever, but it just you means you any, every hierarchy that exists is just worth questioning. Elena, what's your what's your experience has been with this? Well, my personal experience is, uh, let's say, more more theoretical than uh, practical in this uh, in this topic. Let's say I haven't been uh, in super close contact contact with like uh, anar- anarchic uh, communities for example but uh, of course like over the course of uh, you know my life I've come in contact with a lot of people uh, my, even for example living in self-organized communities that could in some way be uh, defined as an- anarchic but they didn't have this label for example um, yeah but generally I'm, uh, I'm very interested in it because yeah I don't I, uh, one thing I agree is uh, it's uh, super, uh, well, there's a lot of misconceptions about uh, anarchy, and I think that's uh, something that we'll, we'll tackle for sure. Uh, but yeah, I think it's uh, really interesting because, I don't know, I have uh, some issues with authority. <laughs> oh, me too, me yeah. too. So yeah, you know, uh, it's nice uh, to explore uh, different ways, different kinds of, uh, of hierarchies, different... Uh, different yeah. Yeah, systems let's say okay. i completely agree yeah well yeah um well on this note um since we're talking about what what how the world might be different i think it might be fitting to put out to our next song um if i ruled the world imagine that uh by nas featuring miss lauren hill uh hope y'all enjoy Smoking weed in the street without 
out cops harassing. Imagine going to court with no trial. Lifestyle cruising blue Bahama waters. No welfare supporters. More conscious of the way we raise our daughters. Days are shorter, nights are colder. Feeling like life is over. These snakes strike like a cobra. The world's hot, my son got knocked. Evidently, it's elementary. They want us all gone eventually. Trooping out of state for a plate. Knowledge, if coke was cooked without the garbage. We'd all have the top dollars. Imagine everybody flashing, fashion, designer clothes. Lacing your click up with diamond rolls. Your people holding dough, no parole, no rubbers. Going raw, imagine law with no undercovers. Just some thoughts for the mind. I take a glimpse into time. Watch the blimp read, the world is mine. If I rule the world, imagine that. I free all my These last days until where to be paradise life relaxing black latino and anglo-saxon Armani exchange the range cash lost tribes your bass free at last brand new whips to crash then we laugh in the illa path the villa houses for the crew how we do trees for breakfast dime sexes have been stretches so many years of depression make me vision the better living type of place to raise kids in opening eyes to the lies history's told foul but i'm as wise as the old owl plus the gold child seeing things like i was controlling click rolling Tricking six digits on kicks and still holding trips to Paris. I civilize every savage. Give me one shot, I turn tripe life to lavish. Political prisoners set free, stress free. No work release, purple and threes and jet skis. Feel the wind breeze in West Indies. I think Coretta Scott King, mayor of the cities in reverse beans to Willies. It sound foul, but every girl I meet to go downtown. I'd open every cell in Attica, send them to Africa. Making moves in Atlanta back and forth scrambler Cause you can have all the chips Be poor or rich Still nobody want a nigga have a shit If I rule the world and everything in it Sky's the limit I push the Q45 infinite It wouldn't be no such thing as jealousies or be felony Strictly living longevity to the destiny I thought I'd never see but reality struck Better find out before your time's out What the fuck If I rule the world Imagine that I free all Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. Um, this is Zaki, host and tech. I'm also here with Elena. Hello. And our guest calling in, Lee. How's it going? Pretty great. Thanks. Nice, nice, nice. Um, so, yeah. So, yeah, we already 
very briefly introduced exactly what anarchy, what anarchism and anarchy is. Um, but I really wanted to talk in this section just about, you know, just talk, just explaining more about it to the audience. Because, you know, I think a lot of audience, they hear anarchy, they think, oh, violent, the black bloc. And, you know, I think for me, when I think of anarchy, I don't know, I think of things in different definitions. You know, I think of power and violence a little bit differently. What about you, Lee? What about you, Lee? Yeah, um, me too. I think there's a big misconception uh, about anarchy, which is uh, deriving from these movements of the 19th century, early 20th, where it was all about bombing, right? Um, and propaganda by the deed, which is indeed a part of anarchism, but it's uh, just a section of it. It's insurrectionary anarchism. Um, for me, it's instead a political philosophy that is based on self-government and it's based uh, basically on saying that we can do without government and that we can do without capitalists and that we can self-organize our lives without structures of domination. Wow, thank you so much for saying this. I completely agree, honestly. I mean, I think that domination, I mean, like the way I think about power, you know, I think of like if someone has power over me, they have the power to, you know, control what I can do, what what options are available to me. And if you think about it, to me at least, if you can control that, control someone else's actions, that is, to me, at least a form of violence. I think of violence, and I think a lot of anarchists, a lot of many times think of violence as, you know, being that force that limits one's actions. So if you have power over someone, you are basically going to enact violence against them, I guess. Indeed. And I guess what, what we are seeking is a form of power, but we're seeking an opposite form of power, which is collective power, which is power that is created by um, coming together and taking collective decisions and is the power that is spread, that is decentralized in communities, right? So not the power over, but the power to this this kind of potential. That's the power that uh, anarchism wants. Well, I, I really like the way you said, well, you mentioned that uh, having power over versus power to, because this to me reminds me of many discussions I've had around the concept of freedom, freedom being in similar lines, you know, I might have the freedom to different, to do different things, but there's also the freedom from different things. So I guess in that sense, power is somewhat, I guess, an a, a, recipro- a reciprocal form of freedom in that sense. For sure. Yeah. The negative and positive conception. So right now we have a lot of, um, we use power a lot in the negative conception, right? The power over, like, and uh, which is also, yeah, the freedom from everything that constricts us. But actually, yeah, there's a positive way to look at these concepts, which is the power to and the freedom to. And this is kind of, yeah, the what is kind of often overlooked in anarchism, which is, yeah, the, the creative power of this concept. Wow. Thank you so much for speaking of this. Um, it's about time to actually go now to our next song, um, which, is, in a bit of a stereotypical note, um, is The Sex Pistols, Anarchy in the UK. <laughs> I hope our audience enjoys this next song. I'm, I know I certainly will. Yeah, me too. Yep. <laughs> Enjoy. Amazing. We'll be right back after this break.
Welcome back to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. This is Zaki, your host and tech for today. I'm here with Elena. Hello. And also Lee, our guest who has called in. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Yeah. Um, so I want to continue our discussion because before we were talking more about anarchy, about anarchy as a concept, you know, and force and violence. But I really want at this point, this this section, I really want to push back on the idea of anarchism being something that is violent. Because as I mentioned before, you know, I think of violence as, you know, the force that limits one's options, you know. Um, and to me, at least what I see, I often see anarchists at protests, you know, maybe they're pushing back against the more uh, violent white-ring extremists or things like that set nature. And I think that's also the image that people often have of anarchy as being that violent, the vi- that kind of violent thing. Um, but what, what, do you, so what, what do you think of this, of the use of violence by anarchists? Um, I think I wouldn't necessarily exclude the, uh, the possibility of what is considered violence as a tactic but i think we also need to redefine it to think okay violence against what so is violence against property violence because a lot of anarchists use violence for example um yeah doing riots and doing during i don't know black blocks during protests against um objects right so against banks against cars against police vans and this is a tactic but actually um, we also need to redefine violence to see the violence that is inherent to the structure of our society so like the violence that is you know not individual that is not an individual smashing a window but is actually more like the violence of repression the violence of laws the violence that capitalism does on uh, community that does on us. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I think we can definitely talk about. I mean, this this past year in the United States, over half a million people died of COVID, and of course, we don't think of this as like a violent attack, like the like like nine eleven was. But during the height of the of the waves, you know, there were more people dying every day than there were dying during than they were who died during nine eleven. So, is that not a form of violence? I guess. Exactly. Exactly, as you say. Yeah. yeah. And so, huh? And so, I guess. It's, I guess. It, and so, if you think. And so, I guess. I guess. The, I guess the answer to that question. I guess for other for our audience. I guess. I think. I guess it would ask challenge you to think. Well, is it self? Can can this violence be thought of as self defense? And if so, self defense against what? And if so, and again, what can you wait? Can you think of this one? These small individual act of violence as being as bad as the great violence that is inherent in our society, I guess. Oh, yeah, exactly. Elena. Yeah, it's a question of shifting this focus. Yeah. Elena, you, has, you, have, you have a thought, I see. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess also, uh, as Lee said, you know, if it's also violence, let's say, against objects, uh, yeah, you have to question, like, what do you value more, you know? Like, people, yeah, or, I don't know, buildings or statues or things like that yeah i mean i'm not gonna feel bad about someone breaking a starbucks window during a black lives matter protest because we're protesting lives of people excuse me lives of people who have like you know been died at the hands of people who are are who the state puts in charge to protect us and yeah 
Well, you, well like, so I mean, also I have to think of as so then as an anarchist, as an anarchist, then how do you then see the police as someone who was then a representative of the state? I'm sorry, I didn't catch the last part of the question. How do you see the police? Uh, how do you see the police as like as like someone who you know is basically seen put put on the streets as a representative of the state in general? Yeah, well, it's um, it's quite. Uh, it's quite a violent form of administering the public good, right? To have yeah. um, this weapon, to have the state having the monopoly of violence, and um, to, they often use it against the people that they are claiming uh, they are defending the interests of. So um, anarchists propose more peaceful and more... Um, yeah, like non-weaponized ways of tackling crime, which is what uh, theoretically the police is there for. So there's things like transformative justice and um, accountability and uh, community way, community-based ways to tackle yeah problems in society. And uh, at that point, once we implement these ways, then police and all the violence that comes with the police structure becomes irrelevant, becomes superfluous. So in a way, yeah, I see, I see also anarchism as trying to get rid of a lot of violence. Ooh, yeah, I mean, yeah, because I think, I mean, that's kind of the way, at least in terms of like getting rid of like abolishing the police, I don't think of it as like, okay, we don't have to think of the we think of the police as our enemy, so to speak. I mean, there are a lot, there's some, there may be some who think so, but I like to think of it in terms of how, how how would the world look if we did not need police, and how can we make a world when that is cap- when, if, with that being a possibility? Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah. I mean, um, <clears throat> I totally agree, and I think one thing that is uh, worrying, you know, is how people they don't question uh, what, for example, the police uh, does just because they are the police, you know, just because they are the authority. You know, and I think a lot of people, uh, for example, I don't know, my parents, sorry if you're listening to this, but uh, they, for example, follow kind of blindly, let's say, what the the authority will say. But in the end, kind of like laws are also kind of arbitrary in the end. Again, if if you're a police officer and you're given the authority by someone and who says that this person who is giving you the authority necessarily deserves that authority, who gives them that authority. Yeah, exactly. Well, for example, uh, community-driven forms of uh, monitoring, let's say, would be way more legitimate, in my opinion, because... oh. Yes. I will continue. <laughs> We're having some uh, uh, call, calling issues. Yeah. But uh, basically, yeah, what I was saying is like, I think community-driven, uh, um, let's say, uh, justice uh, systems are way more legitimate because, again, these people are maybe chosen or elected or uh, organized at a more local level and they are... Uh, from the place, let's say, or they know the people, the community that they are uh, working with, for yeah. example, compared to police that is just like a centralized, uh, more anonymous machine. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't know. <laughs> I yeah. completely, completely agree. Um, but on that note, it's actually now time to go to our next song, um, which I think is a really good song for community in general. It's a song called Your Heart is a Muscle the Size of Your Fist. 
Um, it's by Pat the Bunny, one of my favorite um, folk punk musicians. Um, yeah, audience, I hope y'all enjoy. Show me nothing but kindness She would say I know how sad you get And some days I still get that way But it gets better It gets better It gets better Sweetie, it gets better, I promise you And she'd tell me Your heart is a muscle the size of your fist Keep on loving, keep on fighting And hold Your Heart is a Muscle the Size of Your Fist by Pat Bunny. Um, this is Student Radio Maastricht on 107.5 FM RTV Maastricht. This is Aki, host and tech for today here with Elena. Hello. And Lee. Hi. Yeah. So um, for this section, I really wanted to talk more about our own experiences um, seeing anarchy anarchist communities and also talk about more about, you know, how, how could anarchism look in real life? Um, so, I mean, I can talk from, so from my experience, I actually, um, my senior year of high school actually wrote a long essay on, on anarchist education, um, which was like, 
really fascinating because I just was looking at these different schools where really was really the children basically literally being in charge of their education. There wasn't so much that teacher-student hierarchy. And in a lot of cases, these students actually ended up learning really, 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 really effectively just because, I mean, you're like, I like... I'm in the I'm in the point of, I'm in the frame of mind where it's like if you if you're interested in something and you want to learn how to do something you will learn the things necessary to do that thing, which I think is really effective because it's just you have a memory a memory a good memory and understanding of how the concept that you're using works, yeah, and so I think of that as really being really perfect to me at least. <laughs> what about y'all? Yeah, I think I think that that's a really great. Uh a great way of, of doing things, you know? I feel like, for me at least, um, I feel put down when I'm forced uh, to do to do some things or learn some certain things, you know? So I feel like that always kind of cuts your motivation <laughs> or if you're trying to trying to do your own thing, you know? And then, yeah. yeah. But so I think that's a really uh, interesting education uh, system. But uh, in general, I don't know. My my experience, as I said earlier, is a bit uh, limited. It's more theoretical. But uh, don't you think uh, student radio is a bit uh, anarchist? Yeah, in a sense. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like we do have our board and our core team and everything. So there is a, something of a hierarchy there in a sense. But that's really more on paper, I find, than anything exactly. else. The, in our day-to-day, you know, running the organization, we're all just a team. And we just do what needs to be done whenever it needs to be done, which I find great. Yeah. Lee, what has your experience been? I think you've had more experience around anarchism than any of us, at least. Um, well, I don't know about that, but my experience is more, uh, I guess, centered around decision-making in an anarchist fashion. So um, democracy by consensus. And I've not only lived it out in some uh, communities and in some uh, activist contexts, but also, I've researched it, uh, and it has quite a long history because it derives from um, African uh, tribal consensus democracy. And I think that's really interesting because often uh, anarchy is, is a bit seen as a white European thing, but it's really not. And uh, yeah, I'm really interested in this notion of consensus because uh, it actually is the same principle that you outlined for education so when you are part of a decision when you are an active member of that decision-making process then you are more motivated to actually follow up on that and then you're motivated to um, you know abide to the rules that you and your community created together instead of these rules being imposed on you so yeah my personal experience is really with people um discussing and empowering each other to take collective decisions oh nice i really like that i mean that was something that I actually mentioned when that I, I forgot to mention when i was mentioning about education that like the actually the use of of consensus you know democracy by consensus and everything that's actually literally how the schools run and like literally you have like students of all ages from like four years old to 18 years old and they're all in a meeting, you know, talking about, okay, is this new person we want to hire a good candidate for us? Which I think is just amazing. You could never, like, it's something that, like, I feel like most people would never really imagine a five-year-old thinking, okay, is this really my teacher? But why should this not be the case? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it's great. And you also take more responsibility towards 
mistakes then, right? Because you you can't blame someone for a bad decision, but you're like, okay, we we collectively made a mistake. How do how to tackle that with yeah, collective means instead of blaming and imprisoning and being like, ah, oh, you did that to me and you know. So I think it's really yeah, really a motivating way to proceed about life. Yeah. And I think also you under when there are like rules that are uh, decided upon by Uh, the community that it is going to be following the rules, then you you understand why they are there. You know, it's not just some something that is there, and uh, you know, you just have to comply. I oh, think, yeah. yeah. Then it makes way more sense because it's not again, it's not about lacking complete uh, rules or like chaos, but it's more about yeah, yeah, communal yeah, decision for sure. For sure. And it links back to what we were saying before about um, this misconception of anarchy, because I think it's important to stress democracy by consensus, because anarchy is not chaos. Anarchy is order, but it's order without power. You know, it's order where the rules are plastic. They are they are shaped. They are made up according to the situation where you need them and they're not, you know, imposed on you. But there are there's certainly consensus about how to proceed and what to do and what not to do. I love what you just said about or about how about anarchy being organized organized but without power. I mean, I think that is it in a nutshell. What how I how I at least I think the world ideally should work. I mean, if in oh, ideally, same. yeah. I mean, I I'm something of an anarchist myself, but yeah. Yeah, same. I mean, we operate under the neoliberal or liberal assumption that uh, every person is like just fending for themselves, you know. So I think that's why people. Uh, believe that this is not going to work out and that if there's like anarchy then there's just going to be violence or people trying to uh, be on top of one another let's say but yeah I don't I, I disagree with this assumption from the start you know I don't think that people are not that's that that's the natural state of a human the human being you know yeah. And I also think I mean yeah. as, even more even more on a, a smaller scale I think it I think it really creates a nice framework for you know expanding what the definition of a tradition of a family is beyond that's of the traditional nuclear family you know particularly nowadays mm. with queer anarchism and you know the accept the, the understanding that you know people people that people people are limitless are limitless and there's literally no limits to what someone can or can be or what a family could look like you know I find that generally in anarchist spaces there's so much more acceptance for families that don't look like the traditional nuclear family where there's one mom, one dad, one son, one daughter, a cat, a dog, and a white picket fence. It's, yeah. And, I, and I, I, that's something I really, I think, I think really at least drew me towards it as well as many other queer people towards anarchy as a concept. Hmm. Yeah, I can definitely see that. Yeah. Well... So I mean, so I think I love I love how it's how like we're it's not just being we're not just being so in it so one line about anarchy and we're thinking about it about the expansive defini- about how expansive the definition can be, and I think it's a really good way to lead into our next song, which is cynicism by Nana Grizzle, which is really a song not it's not it's a very not cynical song. It's about how cynicism is not wisdom. We can you know we can keep the options open. There's so many possibilities. Ooh, of course. Yep. I hope y'all enjoy Cynicism by Nana Grizzle.
sunset so vivid and warm That I swore it was perfect I once had a lover, I'm not sure if I'll recover But I know it was worth it Then last night in the car, the falling raindrops look like stars to see you again This is a home to me So I wrote a song And I called it the love of my life Said don't be gone long It now sings me to sleep every night And I never learned a lesson Looking at my own but sometimes it seems useful So I loosen my heartstrings High hopes of starting To find something truthful Cynicism isn't wisdom It's a lazy way to say that you've been burned It seems if anything You'd be less certain after everything Cynicism by Nana Grisol. You're listening to Student Radio Maastricht on RTV Maastricht 107.5 FM. This is Aki, your host in tech for today, here with Elena. Hello. And Lee. Hey. Yeah. So we're now reaching the conclusion of our show. And so, you know, just tying up any loose ends. Final thoughts, comments, concerns. <laughs> I mean, for me, what I'm taking from this discussion is just that I feel like. I mean, I've said it, I think I've said it like three times already in the show. Anarchism is really misunderstood as a concept. And I wish really invite people to just think of it um, not in terms of the chaos that you may have formally associated it with, but much more in terms of, you know, how let's look, looking, looking at the hierarchies in your life and asking yourself, huh, does this person really deserve to have power over me? Or do I have to deserve to have power over this person? Or should we be equal? Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> mm, I think my my last thoughts are also just uh, for people to look more into this, you know, maybe looking into examples of uh, successful uh, anarchic uh, communities, like, I don't know, uh, the Freetown Christiania in uh, Denmark, for example, or I don't know, there's there's plenty of, uh, of options there. And I think when people actually look into the communities that exist, then they will see that it's not a violent thing at all. So yeah, that's my invitation to the public. Lee? Yeah, for sure. All that you said. And I also want to point out that I think more people than are aware of it are actually anarchists. If you are a good person that believes 
in freedom and inequality, you might just be an anarchist and not know it. And therefore, I want to also invite you to check out this essay. It's quite short by Greber, a really great um, anarchist anthropologist that wrote this essay called Are You an Anarchist? The answer might surpri may surprise, surprise you because, yeah, there he lays out all the all the reasons why you might not know it, but you might be an anarchist. I love this. I love this. I love. I love. I love. Just, I love. I love. I love shocking people with the with the you know reality and that there's so much more information. There might be something that they had not thought of. I love that idea. Yeah. That seeing the expansion. So, but thank you so much for the suggestion. We'll definitely post it on social media after the show. And thank you so much for joining with the show. Um, yeah. Thank you. Yeah. And yeah, cultural agenda. Well. Hmm. Well, well, what else is new? We know that everything is open again. Um, Elena, you mentioned that you might be performing this weekend, correct? Yes. <laughs> I will be performing at uh, Musiketerei this Sunday. Uh, there's a new uh, series of uh, events on uh, Sundays at the, at the Garden of Musiketerei, organized by Linke Soto. And this Sunday is the first one. And I will be the very first one playing, so come check me out. <laughs> Ooh, nice. <laughs> And for the rest, there's also uh, jam sessions happening at the food bank. And for the, that's it, oh. I think. We're in summer break. There's not much uh, happening, but uh, there's still some things. The world is almost <laughs> back to normal, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, additionally, additionally, you know, any listening audience, as you, know, as you probably know, we also have our SoundCloud where all of our episodes become posted. Um, also our podcast, we have Bella's Queering the Perspective. Highly recommend. It's fantastic. We also Yay. have um, <laughs> Refugee Radio um, with the Refugee Project in Maastricht. Check it out. Um, yeah, that's about everything for today. Yeah, I think so. Yep. Nice. Thank you again, Lee. Thank you so much for Thank joining. Thank you, people. It was a great discussion. <laughs> yes. yes. Thank you, RTV, for hosting us. And thank you, listening audience, for listening to us. Um, we're going to close you out now with El Pueblo Unido Jamás Será Vencido by Inti yeah. Grimani. The people united will never be defeated. Be defeated. Enjoy. <laughs>